supposed to do it. When the world turned its back on me, I was up against the wall. I had no foundation, no friends or no family to catch my fall. Running on empty, was nothing left in me but doubt. I picked up a pen and I wrote my way I picked up the pen like... All right, all right. Mic check. Mic check, mic check. Back again, I, I cut my way out. See, that music almost had me saying something else, <laughs> but uh, I cut my way out podcast. Available everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. YouTube as well. How you been? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Just just grinding and man, happy to be back in here again. Back. Everything is good. What about yourself? I'm doing good, doing good. Everything was cool with, yeah. with the week, productive. Yeah, good week. Okay, you know, uh, getting ready to trying to stay COVID free. Okay, you know, it's it's gonna be difficult, but yeah. you know, gotta do, gotta do it. No you doubt. know, no doubt. That's, so it's a challenge in and of itself, but gotta do what we gotta do. Yep. So, yes, well, uh. Let's get into it. Man, back back for another episode for all of you guys that are following, subscribing, sharing, giving feedback. We greatly appreciate it. Um, this week, man, we have another another very, very special guest. Um, this young man, he's he's a professional barber. He's out of the Mississippi area, Ridgeland, um, to be exact. He cuts in, in Ridgeland. His name is Austin Holloway. He goes by A.O. the Ace of Fades. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He um, he also, man. He he's he's a guy that um, that I follow pretty heavy on on IG, man. And I was just extremely impressed um, with his with his cuts, but not only his cuts, also his grind, man. He yeah. has um, products, man. He he has merchandise, man. He he has his own gimmick, man. And and he's definitely cutting his way out, and he's doing his thing. So. Um, we would definitely, um, we're honored and privileged to welcome um, onto the I Cut My Way Out podcast, Austin Holloway, a.k.a. Um, A.O. the Ace of Fades, man. How you doing, Austin, man? We're, we're, we're happy to have you, bro. Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. How you guys doing? Man, we cannot complain, man. Cannot complain at all. Just, just main, maintain it, man. That's about it. That's about it. And first off, I want to say I'm just happy, happy to be speaking with you guys. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, you know, my my co-host put me up on you. He was like, "Man, you gotta uh, check out this check out this uh, brother on the gram. Cuts are immaculate." And you know, I'm not just saying it, but once I once I went to your IG and just started scrolling. Like you, you may be probably one of the best barbers that I follow, and I follow a lot. And you know, I guess I'm saying all that to say you, you're definitely an impressive barber, man. And right. just thanks for joining us. Right. Man, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. You it's could. been a long time coming. <laughs> so, so you crafting, and man, I I love your grind, man. You you just go hard, man. So with with that being said, man, we're gonna jump in to some of these questions, man, and just dialogue, man, and and, and have a good time, man. Um, so so one of the things that kind of caught me off off the the bat um, as I started to follow you was the name, man. I, I said, man, that's a, that's a 
that's a hell of a name. That's that's catchy, man. And and then it it just went hand in hand um, with with your work that that you're putting up. So can you tell us, man, how did you come up with 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 the name, um, the Ace of Fades? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. My girlfriend came up with the name, man. She's a she's a nail tech out of the area as well. Okay, and man. We were coming from Houston, going for she was going for a class, a one-on-one class in Houston. Okay. And we was we was down there for the weekend, and we was we was headed home, and she just she just out of the blue cut the radio down and was like, A O H. She was like Ace of Fades, Ace of Fades. Right. I was like, man, that they they kind of sound like a like a, like a strip club name <laughs> or something. You know? right. I, I wasn't sure at first, and then when I. I after after a while, he just sat in. I kept saying it over and over, and it was like perfect, you know. The AO comes from my first name is Austin. My middle name is O'Neal. Like okay. the people that grew up with me, like my family, they call me O'Neal. Okay. Like people that get to lo- know me along the way, they call me Austin. And I got a I got a handful of friends, a lot of friends actually that call me AO. They been calling me, they call me that on the court. Okay. Like okay. people I played ball against. Okay. And it just went it just went hand in hand. Like her creativity is, is next level. Like. And we ran with it. Like I, I, I came up with my, I got a, <clears throat> I got a friend from this area. He's a, um, he's a great graphic designer. Okay. His name is Ryan Lawson, and and I sat down with him and, and told him my ideas, man. And he came up with the card idea, everything. Like he, it, it kind of just everything came together all at once. You know, it, I said it just, it was just started from an idea, and it just kind of, it kind of blossomed to something what it is now right it's kind of morphed into something of its own i seen it even the cards i said said man that, that's super slick that that's catchy and you know that de- definitely something for for social media man um yeah that, that was real slick um so so with the name man how how long have you been cutting uh honestly i've been cutting hair i've been cutting hair professionally for five years okay but i've been cutting Hair period since I was probably eleven or twelve years old. Okay, like I've been cutting a majority of my life. Like I said, I got I always was cutting everywhere I went. You know, from school, from like all through high school, all through majority junior high, and it just kind of it's just something that kind of stuck with me. Like I said, I, I I've been cutting for quite some time. It's just like I said, I have been cutting professionally for for five years. I've been licensed for five plus years. That's what's up. Okay, and and who put the Clippers in your hand? Like, like, what was your introduction? You know, as far as the, the Clippers. Like, I don't. I, I always had a weird fascination with them. Like, my my dad used to always he he he, he always kept some Clippers around because he would touch me and my brother up in between haircuts. Okay. So for some reason, like when I was young, like when I was probably I know I, I can remember vividly like when I was young, like four or five, I would always find these Clippers. He was always have to hide them. <laughs> Us, me and my younger brother she used to give us money for for good grades, you know. And, right. and, I, and I, I, I wanted to be, I, I love, you know, so I wanted to be a tattoo artist, you know. Okay. Okay. But, you know, at a young age, you know, you get money for your report card and all this and that. And I, I wanted her to, you know, I, I asked her about, I want a tattoo gun. I want to okay. use my money to buy a tattoo gun. She okay. was like, no way. Right. You know, your, your younger brother's going to be your guinea pig. So, nah, you can't, y'all can't be. 11 to 12 years old with tattoos, you know. Right, right. No, no doubt. I, I went to the next best thing. I picked up Clippers. And it seemed like from day one, it was like, 
like like instant. Like it was something that I, that I it didn't take me long to to pick up on. Okay. I got my first pair of Clippers with a pair of Razor Razor Edge. Okay. They were made by Wall Wall yep. Razor Edge. <laughs> yep. They were back when they were red. Had the five star on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, so. With that being said, you you always had a um, an artistic kind of an artistic background because you got to be artistic to want want to do the tattoo thing, right? Yeah, I'm, like I'm I'm big on drawing. Like there's something nice to I always do. I used to draw everything every day, like from cars, haircuts. Like I was drawing like all my like all my throughout all my youth. So okay. it was just something like I used to just. Be fascinated with, like I said, drawings. I would, I would get low rider magazines and go straight to the art section. Okay, just okay. The drawing. Okay, that, that's what's up. And so, so it was just something that that took hold and, and stuck. So I imagine when you talk about guinea pig, so so your brother must have been your, your first client as well. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he, he, he 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 was my first one. He him and my dad. Like I I I've been cutting them since man. For a long time, my younger brother, he done had probably every haircut you can name. That's what's up. <laughs> Have an in-home barber. <laughs> that, that's yeah. lucky everybody don't get that. Yeah, that's yeah. where it started at, in the kitchen. Absolutely. My dad, my dad was in, in the kitchen. He frying chicken. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting hair. Man, I can relate <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Austin, uh, <clears throat> you you, you kind of just, you, you got it in briefly, but I caught it. Uh, you said that you used to hoop or you, 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 you play ball. So can you talk about uh, where you honed your skills and, and was that your first love or, well, I mean, you just said, you, you know, 11. So where does playing ball, where did playing ball come in as far as just, you know, cutting, was you cutting in the locker room? Was that a, another outlet to get money cutting? Oh man, that, like with basketball, be, basketball. I'm gonna be honest. Basketball, my first love. Like basketball was the love of my life. Like I always imagined being a hooper, but haircutting was something that always kept me balanced. Like it was like it had became like a therapy for me. Like if I was having trouble on the court, I would cut some cut teammates up and cut 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 hair, and it would take my mind off a lot of things that I was battling on the court. Right. Like I. I played ball. I played ball in my high school in McGee High School. After I after I graduated McGee, I furthered my education at Southwest Mississippi Community College. Okay. okay. Um, basketball scholarship, and after that, I went to Mississippi College on another basketball scholarship. Mm. Southwest was a junior college. Right. And I I was cutting every like throughout that whole time. Like even in high school, the principal came into the locker room one time. I can remember. And he came, he came, uh, we was in the locker room. He came and I was cutting up some of my teammates. And he was like, this is how y'all prepare for the game. Like, y'all got a big game tonight. And y'all, y'all up in here cutting hair. Like, hey. <laughs> I was yep. like, Coach Darren, I, uh, like, this is what we do. This is barbershop talk. You, we having barbershop talk in the locker room. You know, we discussing the game as well. We just getting fresh in the, in the process. Man. All right, you look good, you play good, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was that was something one of my teammates said. They was like, "We look good, we play good." You know, they was just just joke around with him. But he was he was kind of upset because I guess he thought we was gonna be in there, you know, game planning. But which we weren't. We just weren't doing it in a way that he expected. Right, right. And 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 truthfully, those things go hand in hand. I never seen a ball they player do. 
that that didn't want to be fresh. And it's funny because I, I know you and I talk, and you know, there's a little stretch in the age, but you know, we did the exact same thing, man. When 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 we were in high school, and and a lot lot of brothers who you know it was it was a few guys who could get down and, and cut in the locker room, and and I really don't think. Um, they seen the vision or, or thought it was could be as lucrative or would it evolve into what it is today, man. And because it, it was a few of us brothers that that got down with the Clippers, so man, you, you know that that's all around the world. I don't care what what geographic location you're in, you know the, those those Clippers are, are mandatory and important everywhere. Yes, yeah, sir. Are. So, so, you, so, you, so I had a lot of teammates that were talented with Clippers as well. Really, you, know, you would come in the locker room some days. It was like a barber school in the locker room. Right, getting that. You, know, you got you got three or four guys cutting on three other four, three other, three other four guys. You know, just cutting each other head and getting after. So, 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 also tell our listeners because you and I had a, a, a interesting conversation, and I know I, I went through the ball thing too. But in all honesty, man, I'm I'm five nine, so. Even though I was a, a good ball player for my area, it was kind of short lived, right? But you having that that hoop dream um, and continuing to go on with it, tell, tell the listeners how tall you are, and, and it kind of goes hand in hand because when you're your height, you can continue having that 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 hoop dream because it it, it kind of goes hand in hand. So it, can you share that with us? Yeah. I'm um I'm actually six foot eight, you know I'm 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 a pretty tall I'm probably probably one of the tallest barbers, <laughs> but it's it's something that I don't know like it, it came a point where the balance became different, you know I, I like my my passion for cutting hair like I grew my passion for playing mm-hmm. ball, mm-hmm. and and like like I said basketball is something I have been doing all my life, you know. All my life, just like haircutting, and, it, and it, it became a point where I was rather wanting to cut hair than to to play ball. You know. Yes, sir. How did you get to that point? Like, what what happened? Was it just something that you you woke up one day and just um, just decided that I'm just gonna do this and leave the ball? Like, what happened? Like, what can you just do? You just remember it was. It- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, sir. It was it was a lot. It was kind of a lot that took place for that to happen. Like throughout the period of time, like I actually tried to cut, put haircutting down. I tried to cut that out of my life. Like I was like, you know, people were like, "Man, you a barber?" Man, like, I'm not a barber. I'm a hooper. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna go to the league. What are y'all talking about? I'm not no. I'm not a barber. It had, it had became a point where I actually was trying to put haircutting down. I was trying to put haircutting down, and I couldn't. I couldn't. It seemed like it was a gift that 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 kept popping up. Like I couldn't. It was something that I couldn't walk away from. Like the more I tried to put it down, put away from it, it had got to a point where I was, I was giving. I had gave my whole my whole setup away. You know what mm. I'm saying? Gave my clippers and stuff away. And mm. when I got to college, I met a guy that was working at at a beauty supply warehouse. Mm-hmm. And he ended up bringing me a whole nother setup. You know, mm. and I, I ended up right back into it again. How how did how did he identify? Did did you have a name that at that point too? Somebody a name and couldn't. Yeah. To whether uh, be the supply I was, owner. I, I was. No, this I'm, was me hiding it. This was me kind of hiding at this point. When I first went to college, like everybody from my hometown knew knew I knew I could cut hair real because I had a lot of clients when I was before I left before I left high school. So 
when I got to Mississippi, not Mississippi County, when I got to Southwest, I was kind of quiet about it. Like, I wouldn't really tell too many people about that I could have, you know, but I had, it was other barbers that was on campus. Okay. And they, they, were pretty, they were pretty nice too. But I was still laying low, just going to school, playing ball. And I had a roommate, my roommate at the time, he was from my uh, hometown. And he, he, he knew I could cook. So he would ask me, Hey man, give me a cut, man. Go ahead and chop me up, and I I I cut him up, and people, you know, our room was kind of the room you wanted to come come kick it at, and so at the time, people come knocking on the door, and they, hey man, y'all, oh y'all cut her, like, I ain't know nobody cut her, why y'all ain't tell us this and that, and it started growing, it started growing, uh-huh. and this kind of happened to me like every before every school year. My second year, I was at school. My um my roommate was actually a high school rival of mine at, at, at uh, high school. He was from another high high school in the area, and the coach, my coach, his name is Coach Wise. He thought it was pretty funny. So when I got to school, I got there before he did, and I was like, I wonder who my roommate is. You know, I wonder who everybody got their roommate. Well, I wonder who my roommate is. So I get to the gym for the meeting, and my coach laughed. He was like, Man, have you met your roommate yet? I was like, Nah. What's funny? He was like, I got a surprise for you. Get get to the room after the meeting. He, he got there late. And it was a guy that I we went at it in high school again. Me and him, and we let we end up finding out later on we were cousins. Mm. And he was like my walking billboard. Like when I I I hear it from him for probably about the first two months of school. Okay. And one day I brought my clippers out and cut my own hair. And he was like, Man, you didn't tell me you could cut hair. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, I do a little something, you know, not not going into detail. Right. And I cut his hair one time. And when I cut his hair that one time, it took off. Like, it took off. Like, I was the barber on campus now. That's what's up. So at, at that point, how how much were you charging for cuts? I'm probably charging, like, probably $10. Oh, right. Probably 5 to $10. Okay. And what year was this? This was, like, 2007. Okay. 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 And 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 I'm just curious, six eight. What what position did you play? Uh, forward. I played forward, center. Okay. I played from the three, four, and five. You know, probably. I, I had times where I played a small forward position, but a lot of times I played power forward and or center, but mostly power forward. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, we always have these. <clears throat> I have a I have a lot of friends. I'm, I I have about four friends that are JUCO coaches. And I always call them and like, okay, what you looking for? Bigs, bigs, bigs. That's it, 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 So, I mean, not even knowing how good you were or are, I know it's, it was, it, you 6'8", it's, it's definitely going to be a spot for you every, even today probably. Right. You could right. probably go out there at, at your age now and somebody, okay, sign him up, you right. know, even if you had eligibility. But, uh, man, Austin, this is, this that's a, I'm very yeah. fascinated yeah. with with his his right. journey. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing, Austin. We 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 you know I was a baller with with, with sports fans. I actually coached for eleven years, and, and so I have my own story. I went through the whole growing pains with with ball, and, and really didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. So, at what point did you realize that you could no longer leave your passion behind, even though basketball was, was your number one? Love. At what point in time did did you know that hey, this barbering thing is is what I'm gonna do from here on out? It just it became a point where I was just getting better and better. 
Okay. I was getting better and better at like I when I when I went to senior college, mm-hmm. it was a guy that was there and he was he had he he had his dorm set up like a barbershop, like and it wow. blew my mind, you know. Wow. Like he stayed like one story up he stayed one story up from a one floor up from us mm-hmm. and and my, I had to go to one of my teammates, uh one of my teammates, I had to go to I had to go to past his room to get to my uh my uh teammates room. And I used to walk by it all the time. And I was like, man, that guy room looked like a barbershop. You know, I used to just, every time I passed through there, he had it set up so nice. And it was like, it just kept, it was mind-blowing to me. And and this was before I had started cutting at this senior college. I, I was cutting a little bit, but I wasn't cutting enough. I wasn't cutting much. Because, I, like I said, at this time, I'm still trying to hide it. I'm still I was going to say, you were still low-key with it. <laughs> yeah, but when I went home for on the weekends, mm-hmm. I'd be flat out. Couldn't. I'd be flat out couldn't the whole weekend on home. Okay. And one day I was I was in my room, just chilling in my room, and the dude came and knocked on my door. Mm-hmm. And this was this was after I had started cutting a little bit. I started, you know, I started my name started breaking way through school. Okay. And this, the, the tall guy that the tall guy that played ball, man, he knocked on the crib and started spreading. I started cutting my teammates and they started going to other people. I had people that were driving from other colleges up the street to come mm-hmm. to come get their hair cut. Okay. So at this point, the guy came up to me and he was like, "Hey man, he was finna get ready to graduate." He gave me his book with all his clients. Mm. Like he gave me all his clients. He was like, "Wow, man, I've been checking you out, man. Like you, 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 you nice, man. Like you can really do something with this. I know you love playing ball, you know, which I, I know you do." He was like, "But man, you can really make some money with doing this, you know. Not saying you can't make um make money playing ball." Like he said, he was older. He was in graduate school. Okay, so. He was a little older, and, and like I said, I, I never really looked at her cutting like that. You know, I didn't look at it as, you know, being a professional or anything like that. It was just something that I, I knew how to do, and I, right. I couldn't explain how I knew how to do it. It's just something I knew how to do. Right. Wow. I got another question. Um, so while you were in school and you laying low, so you have the academic responsibility, the athletic responsibility, and then there's your name ringing on campus, and you obviously staying busy cutting hair. Did you have any pushback from like your coaches or even some of your teammates because of, of the time that cutting hair might take up from books as well as, you know, practice and resting? Cause I mean, you are on your feet when you cut. So did you have any pushback from coaches and teammates and things like that? With the time that yeah, I did, okay, really? I figured you I would. I definitely did. My my coaches, my coaches used to always tell me like, we can be just getting out of practice, and and I'd be walking off in the red, get ready to go to the locker room and get dressed. He was he'll come in the office, he'll look at me dead in the face and be like, "We, we ain't opening the barbershop tonight, or <laughs> you, know, you know, we we got a big game, we got a big game tomorrow. Like, we don't need you up all night cutting hair." <laughs> I I get to my room after practice and. And I have sticky notes all on my door. People would leave. They'll put put write their name. Like they didn't know my like a lot of people didn't didn't have my contact, so they knew where my dorm, my room was. So they would they would write sticky notes, leave their name and number, and and tell me to call them. And I will get back to my room after practice, and it's sticky notes all over the door, wow. all over the door. Wow, wow. And, so, and go ahead, go ahead. So so again, Austin, I, I'm I'm fascinated by your story with the hoop because like. But so the money, I mean, just the just the time and the money, because 
at a, uh, at your school was the the scholarship like you're not being paid and you probably just getting you probably looking like I can get you know a couple hundred dollars or or a hundred dollars just tonight and and it just call you right or or what or, I mean so how was your what was your mentality knowing you had a big game and maybe coach pushing back but you may need a few dollars in your pocket for the weekend or, or whatever like how did what was in your, what what took over your mind when you like, had to make that decision? Honestly, it kind of went hand in hand because to me, as a barber, like hair cutting, like being a barber and cutting hair, it's very therapeutic. Right. Like it was times where I, I was nervous, nervous before a game, mm-hmm. and I line one of my teammates up before the game and be in a whole different space than what I was before. I actually took the court. Right. You know, it was it, it, it was kind of like a, a mind calling. Like, if I was worried about something, I was worried about something that was going on back home. Right. It always kind of gave me that peace to let me know everything was all right, right. you know, because I'm doing something that I love. But at that time, I didn't realize how much I loved it right. until I stepped away from basketball. Right. And and it take, takes your your mind off it. it. It's equivalent, like you said, to basketball because, you know, you, you get them two hours of basketball and, you know, you forget every everything else in the world that's going on. You forget about it, you know. And it's, it's, yeah. like you said, it's the same with cutting hair. That's therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's your craft. You're crafting, and and you just honing in on on that. Yeah. And they kind of translated because, like, when I was on the court, I, I took a lot. Like, I, I took a lot of my. I ain't gonna say my. Yeah, I'm a, a lot of my pain, a lot of my frustrations, and a lot of the things I was going through. I I used to take it out on the court. That's what's up. And at the same time, I used to take it out on people's heads too. Right. Like when I'm standing behind the chair, I'm giving you, I'm giving you emotion. I'm giving you, I'm giving you passion. I'm giving you a lot of things that 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 keep me in a positive space. Yeah. I put all that into into cutting hair. Like I look at haircut like an art. You know, yeah. it's, it's definitely a, like an art to me. And like every head is like its own individual cam- yeah. canvas. Yeah. You know, it's your it's your job to put yeah. that image that you have in your head to be able to put it on their face on their head and bro that's when you know that you love this game you know what i'm saying that's when you know you you love this game for real that that that's that's just you know that that's that's just a breath of fresh air for me to hear you um say that man because that's how i feel and being older for me man it, it was crazy because i've been cutting hair and then i let everything else go and I'm 44, and and that's my approach to it. You you know what I mean? Like like, man, it's just a breath of fresh air. So so with us talking about before we we move on because we got some other questions, right? Before we move on, you know, with the basketball thing and, and how it, it it correlates to to cutting hair. Me and me and my boy Jinx, we've always you know hair fashion. Those have always been big. So you being a hooper, and I'm asking Jinx this too. Who are some of the guys you look at in the league and you be like, man, them dudes got some cold barbers, man. That dude got a nice cut. Are there any 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 ball players that you don't watch that you know at the next level in the league that you look at them and every time you see them, like, man, dude, somebody done whip dude up. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you talking about today or just just, just period, just just anybody that that you just can period. pick up, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, Jalen Rose. Yes, Every sir. time I see Jalen Rose on TV, I don't pay attention <laughs> to nothing he's talking about. I just be looking at his haircut, like, man, who is 
who is lacing this guy like this? Like, who is this guy? Man. You know, but I, I found out who it was some years ago, but it was just always like, man. Right. Every and time he, you see him, his haircut is there. Man. And he, you know, he, he's went, he has a few different barbers, but lately Andy Authentic um, has been lacing him and, and, you know, Hawk cut his hair and, but but lately, man, his ha- his haircut's just been Andy Authentic. He he you know he's cold, but he's just been in a whole different space with with Jalen's hair, man. Like like you said, I'm I just be tuned in looking at his head too, you know. And actually, Jalen and Jinx know Jalen. I'm I'm a lefty, and so so um, Jalen. Yeah, and you know what? I told my man that I was watching you cut um, on, on Instagram. But Jalen being a point guard and and being a lefty, he was always out of the five five five. He was my favorite player. Um, you you know, but just to put y'all up on a couple people, and I don't know how far you go back watching the league, one of one of the guys that I always thought kept especially early on in his career, that kept one of the tightest cuts and it was so consistent, you've never seen any loose ends anytime you've seen him play. Joe Johnson Always was on point with the haircut. Oh, absolutely! He was my next. He was about to be my next one. So yes, Justin, sir. Whatever season he was in, whether he was on his beard game, yep. or he was just on his waves, like, or he was on a a, a a twist side cut. Like every time you seen his haircut, you knew he he had frequent. He had a good barber beside him. Yes, you knew sir. That. Yes, sir. Yeah, he he was always on point. Jinx, is there anybody that that you can run off right right one off the top? one guy? Um, DJ Augustine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know he he was yeah. he's light skinned. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, got the good hair. Got the good <laughs> hair. So, I mean, I don't want to take nothing away from his barber, but that that that's probably one of those yeah. easy cuts, yeah. though. Yeah. You know, he, he got yeah. But he, he, he hey, stayed, but it still got to be done. You, you know. You ever paid any attention to his hair, Austin? Man, DJ Augustine haircut was fresh when he was at Tech. Yep. So like, he was. always was on his haircut game, like. He always, every time you like, like I said back when he was in Texas, his haircut was flawless when he was in college. Yeah, absolutely. So you could tell he, he definitely cared about his haircut. Absolutely. And I, I'm gonna tell y'all one more. In, 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 for me that I've always watched, and it was a ball fade. And it was back in the day. Kevin Johnson always for played for Phoenix. Man, his ball fade stayed on point. Stay if y'all get a chance. If y'all don't look, man, go back and look. You don't went too far back for me now. Kevin Johnson, and I don't know if you remember him, Al, but he um he's a point guard at at, at Phoenix. Matter of fact, he ended up becoming um the mayor, I think, in Sacramento. Yeah, because he 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 was from Cali. But um one one of the if you go back and look, who was it he dunked on? That was uh. Was it Dikembe it or was it Tom Chamber? It was somebody, man. Yeah. Or no, it was Hakeem. Yeah, it was Hakeem. It was Hakeem Olajuwon. If you go back, man, pull that up. Kevin Johnson dunks on Hakeem. You, you'll see who I'm talking about. But, man, his ball fade was always fresh. Always fresh. So, so yeah, I, I always, you know, I'm, I'm a head watcher as a barber, man. Everybody I see, I probably don't see anything before I see the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the same way. It, it kind of it's it, it, it's it's something you can't help. Yeah. It's something you can't deny. Like you could be watching a serious game with somebody, and 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 the game is close, and the, one of the per, players with a, a nice haircut at the free throw line, they'd be like, "Man, he ain't missed a free throw all night." I'd be like, "Man, do you see his haircut?" <laughs> like, he is 
Yeah. All right. So stay on point. That's one of the first things that pop out. Right. So so as you transition right from the basketball, um, did did you finish up um your your four year or did you decide at that time like look, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going after this barber thing and and, and it kinda hit thin. Cause my next next question is when did you decide to attend barber school? I actually like my I have my parents my parents have been disabled since I was in my teens, wow. my younger teens. Wow. And 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 when I was when I was coming up, like it used to be hard leaving home. Like it used mm. to be hard leaving home. Like I, I used to it was it was times I would I would cry all the way to school because I was scared that, you know, I'll get some bad news while I'm in school, you know. Wow. And it, it was something that I literally used to it was kind of like a gift and a curse. It was like, I want to be at home working. I want to be at home working. I don't want to be, I don't want to be away from my family, you know, and it got to a point where it was like, I want to, I want to work. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted to work. I had to, I had been to school all my life. Like mm-hmm. majority of my life, I want to, I want to work. So my, my, actually my senior season, mm-hmm. I, 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 I didn't forgo my senior season. I, I, I came back home and ended up getting a job. And, mm-hmm. and I, I started, like my grandparents have a, have a room at their house that they that they don't use. Okay. It used to be the garage. They kind of build around it. Okay. And that whole summer, I came home. I I, I kind of took haircutting like very seriously. That's what's up. And it had got so packed. Like if you, I think I have pictures, old pictures from how it used to be in there. And people used to always ask when they pass through, is something going on? Is <laughs> somebody passed or something? I was like, nah, they, like, I would have cars lined up all the way up the street. Like mm-hmm. all, like the whole one side of the street is car lined up, people getting haircut, people thinking somebody done passed or thinking it's a, something going on. Right, you know, somebody hustling. <laughs> right, right. Now how, how, big, how big is the town you from? Sir? How big? Uh, it's not, okay. it's not, it's not that big. It's, 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 it's a small little town, but, so you had it on lock, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Like everybody, like everybody knew that knew what I was putting down. So I, I've been having a nice size clientele for a long time. I got guys that I've been cutting for fifteen plus fifteen, yeah, about fifteen plus years. Yeah, that's what's up. We were teammates and friends in, in high school. That's what's up. That's what's up. And they started with me through the whole journey. I actually got one of my teammates that I used to. I had in my mind like. I went. I went using a razor because I was like, I was like, man, my lines crispy enough. I don't need a razor. And he was like, bro, you need a razor, bro. Right. I like, man, I don't know, man. I don't think I, you know, I, I, I was kind of scared of it because I, I, I was afraid of cutting somebody. Right. You know that, that's. And he, he came to get a haircut one day. He, he had a razor and a pack of razors with him. He had a, a razor holder and a pack of razors. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, I'm not leaving here till you use this razor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to this day, I, I've been, I've been. I've been on the razor ever since, you know, and it was like I said about fifteen years ago. Yeah, that 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 that, hey, that razor's that finishing touch. Yeah, he's one of the guys that's really been like he's always pushed me. Like his his uncle actually owns the barber school that I attended. Wow, you know, and wow. he 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 was telling his uncle about me all the time. His uncle is somebody like he's legendary. If you if you if you come around this area and you say his name, like. They gonna point you in his direction, okay. you know, instantly because his name holds major weight around here. Okay. And I always used to want to get my haircut by him as a kid, but he used to be so booked. Mm. We went to another barber that was pretty consistent in the area, but his haircuts was that 
you knew his haircuts when you see him. Mm. When you when you eyes public and you see a young kid and he had his haircut was looking like like it was just just perfect right. from the parts and everything. You knew exactly where he went, and I ended up going to his barber school. Okay, okay. Now, how how soon after you came home did did you go? You know, once you start cutting, you you know your grandmother's, your grandparents' house. At at what point did you say, man, I'm giving, I'm going to barber school? Actually, it was probably like a good, I'm gonna say probably about a year or two, okay. about a, about a good year and a half, because I was I was working a job too, okay, and and I was cutting hair as well, so I was really just I was still wasn't taking it seriously. My grandfather, he he would always talk to me, he was like, son, hey. You had a lot of people at the house today. You don't think, you know? <laughs> and, and, and I was like, yeah, I, I kind of know. He was like, you you ever thought about going to get your license? And I was like, it was something I thought about. Mm-hmm. You know, I always thought about. I had a friend that um that I grew up with, kind of grew up with. He uh he passed in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that. Two thousand ten. Uh, he was me. We had got real close like that whole summer. Mm-hmm. We had got real close, and we actually enrolled in barber school together. He was a beast. Wow. Like, he was a beast. Like, I'm going to say his name on the record because I take him everywhere with me, everywhere I go. His That's name was up. Willie Hobbs. That's what's up. Willie Hobbs is, was a a talent. Like, he was a walking talent. He could do everything when it came to his hand. He could draw. Wow. He could play the guitar. He could play the piano. He could play the drum. He, was, he could produce music. He was just an all-around talent. Like, his family... It, it was him and his brothers, and they were some of the most talented guys I ever met. Wow. And he kind of one of the ones that inspired me to go to barber school because he enrolled. You know, I was shocked that he went. He was he was cutting out at his mom's house, his parents' house, doing the same thing I was doing. You know, and and we we he decided to go. And in the midst of us going, like enrolling in barber school, he got killed mm-hmm. in a car accident before he could even really get a chance to take his first class there. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it was it was a, like that was something that changed me a whole lot. It's coming, I was so young; I was probably twenty one, twenty two, okay. young, and didn't didn't really know how to handle like a close friend dying. Right. You know, I never had never been through that before. I actually thought about, I said, man, I'm not cutting hair anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to cut hair no more. Cause like this, me and this guy was growing through it together. Like, we right. was, I was learning from him. He was learning from me. You know, he was cold. Like, he was. Man, like you come, like I said, you say his name in our area, man, you're going to get a, one of the most amazing stories you probably ever heard from anybody because he had touched that many people. Like, wow. he was just a great guy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm. So with that being said, uh, how how challenging was going to school with all of that on your plate, just working, dealing with that, um, dealing with that loss? So how how challenging was it and and what what did you use to like get you through um just getting your license and just you know um you know just moving forward from everything finding my love that i had for that craft that's what prepared me to do the unthinkable it became a point where I couldn't sleep at night because I was ready to get to the shop the next morning to put this haircut on somebody's head. You know, and it, it, it just, that's when my love for it, for it started because I started getting a lot of a lot of different, just so much support, like so much 
sport is just so much just like a, a following. I had gained a following because, like I said, when I was in barber school, I, I was posting a lot. I was posting a lot. Like, I posted all my work, and people were getting a chance to see it. And I, I, I kind of made it. I started making a name for myself. Like, all the people, a lot of people that knew about me cutting hair was, like, like my clients. Like, they would probably go out somewhere and somebody be like, who cut your hair? They would tell about word of mouth, but I didn't have, like, no platform or anything like that to put myself in position to be seen. But when I went to barber school, it kind of put me in a position where I was seeing different people every day, seeing different different people that I wasn't used to touching from where I was cutting when I was home. So it, it had got to a point where that, like, like hearing somebody say, man, I haven't never had a haircut like this, kind of propelled me to put all my problems and everything I had on the side to focus on this particular craft. And it wasn't that I was trying to do it. It's something that I sit back and look at now, like, it literally drove me to do some things that I didn't think I was going to be able to get to get through the next day. Like, it was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through the day. I don't know how I'm going to get through this situation. Situation, But when it got to, it became, got to a point where it was like, man, I didn't even think about this at all today. Because I was focused on what I was doing, focused on clippers, focusing on everything that came with ballroom. Right. Like, I was focused on that, that therapy. One more. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, it's been very, like, if I can't cut hair, I literally, like, on days that I be off, I can't, like, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to get back. That's what's up. So just one more question about, that I have for barber school. Was that, I mean, did you breeze through it? Was the academic part, because I know you've, you know, you went to college, so I know you, there is some structure you know, dealing with the academic part, but was it was it a breeze or was it was it challenging? How 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 did barber school go for you? Man, barber school was an experience that I will never forget. Like this is that experience that I went through with barber school. It was I had a lot of group. I had a group of great guys around me, so it was all within the learn. Like everybody was focused in, on one thing, like trying to learn, trying to be better. So at that point, it, it kind of made it easier. So we started taking things like the academic part. We would sit up before before everybody started cutting. We would sit up and discuss things in the book that we mm-hmm. talked about, and we would discuss a lot of a lot of stuff that we all needed to know. And we would put mm-hmm. each other on things that we didn't know. Like we all we all formed like this brotherhood, like this bond. Like we would even even kick it after school. You know, after school hours. You know, we would all go to this place called Mississippi Grinding. It's a place up here, it's a barber supply place, and we would all take trips up there. And we like just being around great people, it, it made it real easy for me. Like the cutting part was, was a breeze, but like the, the book, the book was like I said, I was fresh out of college, so I, I was good with studying and, and 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 going through, you know, notes and stuff like that. But it was really just a it was a great overall experience because my instructor was amazing. He was he was amazing. Like he he made it very very easy for somebody like me to not just learn, but but be eager to learn. That's what's up. That's what that's what's up. So how how many how many hours? What what were the qualifications to get out of barber school in Mississippi? Uh, you have to have fifteen hundred hours okay. of, uh, of of training book, and you know you have to wait before you could actually cut somebody here. You have mm-hmm. to have one hundred and fifty hours of. Um, sanitation hours, okay. learning how to sanitize the clippers, you know, your station, you know, 
all of the things of that nature. And I couldn't wait. Those 150 hours probably the longest hours <laughs> I ever <laughs> waited. Because it was like, I go from cutting hair every day to coming coming to the school where it's right. like, it was people even coming in like, hey, man, he he, he let you go today? Right. You going to cut it down? Like, nah, man, I got I got like 60 more hours left, and mm-hmm. then I, I can cut. Right. Yeah, just part part of that part of that grind. I got one more question. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be saying that the whole episode, right. but here, here here's a question. So you you picked up the Clippers so early, and you cut all through school. Um, the the question I have, and it, it might be controversial, but how important is having a license to your craft? Do you feel like you need to go get your license eventually or somebody like that's just great at it like yourself. Uh, is it how, what, it, okay. I, <laughs> there I go. Okay. But uh, I just want to know what is your feeling on, on having a license, getting a license, just license in general. Do you need it? Do you, do you not need it? I mean, I oh, hope. Yeah, it was absolutely needed. I knew, I knew at some point that I was gonna. I knew for a fact I was gonna get my life. I just didn't know when, right. when, when it was gonna be something that I took seriously to the point where I'm like, okay, I need my life. I gotta have my life. But it was something that I always wanted to. Like I always wanted to get my life. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think I was gonna get them so soon. Mm. Okay. I knew it was coming one day, but I didn't know it was gonna come so soon. I didn't know it was gonna. It was gonna. Happen the way it, the way it happened. So 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 with that being said, so you you went through that process, you put the ball down, you you finally realized, look, you know, God God then put this gift, then gave me this gift. I got to go forward. I done got these licenses now. So at what point? So so after you finished school and you got your license, what were your next step? Did you immediately go into a shop um, at home? You know, because because you and I talked. You kind of told me you made a transition of going to a bigger town, but as soon as you finished, what were your next steps in in barbering at that particular point? Yeah, at that point, my next step, I, I went straight into a shop. I went, okay. I went straight into a, a shop with some guys I knew, and great guys, great guys. You know, I I, I still have a great friendship with these guys to this day. You know, they always told me like, man, you you you. You did like they should tell me like you you can make a lot of money with this bro like you you really you really have a talent you really have a gift you know and they these guys were on the the same way and you know and they and I just I always had a bigger vision I always had a bigger vision with what I I seen myself doing with cutting hair right. I always seen myself as a celebrity barber or someone who's like some I wanted to be a barber that. Everybody looked looked at and see like this man is really enjoying his craft. He's benefiting off everything that this craft and his gift has has given him, you know. And, and that's what I always wanted to be perceived that I wanted to look like this guy is having fun with what he's doing. He loves what he does. Right, that's what's up. So, so you you worked in that barbershop, um, and and how how long did did you work in that I barbershop? We worked. Uh, we we moved three times. We moved three times. We moved to three different locations within a five year span. I want to say a four year, four or five year span. Okay. And we moved. We moved down. We moved on Main Street. You know, 
where a lot of major businesses were in the area. We moved on Main Street, and after we moved there, we moved to another area. And it just got to a point where I, I had this dream that I had with with, with what I wanted to do with this. It, it, I was trying to make it work in the area I, I grew up in because I always wanted to put my city on the map. I wanted to put my city on the map for doing what I love to do. And I was I kept getting... I I get on my I get on my get the running and all of a sudden I slow down I right. slow down I get I get down I get I I start losing focus start losing focus and it gets to a point where boom every it's like every time we moved I hit the ground running but I told them though I told them I, I was I always tell them all the time like what, what my goals were what my what my plans were with this craft, and I told him I wanted to take me to heights that I can't even see. That's what's up, you know. And, and once I hit the ground, when I hit the, when I left, decided to leave, I knew that going making this transition to where I made, I knew it was gonna better benefit me for the better. Right. But I was I was so scared to make the leap. I was scared. I was scared of failing. I was scared of not being able to succeed. I just thought that it was. I, I was I was taking too much on the negative side. Right. So, and, and it's so crazy because my 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 girlfriend she like I said she she's she's a she's a beast like on the nails mm-hmm. she's a absolute beast and I watched her do it I watched her take that leap of faith you know like in the city where we're from she's not from here so she's she's from Indianapolis Indiana so okay. she didn't she she didn't have a like she, she didn't know too many people in the area so it was easy for her to leave like she wasn't obligated to no one. See, me, I grew up here, and I feel like I was obligated to everybody. I, I was scared to make that transition because I thought a lot of people was going to turn their bags on me. I thought a lot of my clients weren't going to follow. I, I, it was so much stip- stipulating that move. Right. And I just got to a point where I was like, man, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta make this move, and I got to make it now. That's what's up. And when I made it, everything, it seemed like it was, it was already planned, and God was like, you know what? If you're not going to do what I need you to do, I'm, I'm gonna set you back again. I'm mm-hmm. gonna set you back again until mm-hmm. you until you really do what you need to do to to flourish your gift. And ever since I took that move, this is no lie. Ever since I made this move, everything that I dreamed of has been happening. That's what's happening, up. happening back to back. I'm talking about this. Me talking to y'all. I I used to dream about things like this, That's like being interviewed by. Like, like this, this right here is, like, y'all are part of the dream that I have right now. I, I appreciate and it. Bro. And it's so crazy because I couldn't see it for a period of time because I was so, I was so out of focus. I was so discouraged. I was so down on myself. And I couldn't see the journey that I'm on now. I couldn't see myself taking it. But I got put in a corner. I had to fight my way out. And, and I literally... And had my back against the wall, and I told myself, I was like, man, I cannot fail. Man. I'm not going to do everything I can to succeed, That's no matter what what it is. That's what's up. Got to move mountains, bro. Real talk. Wow. Wow. That, that, that's powerful. That, that's powerful. So, so once you made made that move, right, so, so I, I watched – you know, like I said, I start following you. I'm watching your grind. I'm watching your grind. Mm-hmm. So, so you get there now, now. How far away from home did you move? Um, uh, about forty five, about forty to forty five minutes. Okay, so so it did still allow some of your um, 
some of your, your clients or maybe all of your clients to, to, to follow you and, and still, um, you know, come, come and get right. Um, so when, when you made that transition, did you go to a shop there? Like, are, are you part owner? Are you owner of a shop or did you go cut at another shop? I'm cutting at another shop, at a, another shop. Okay. The guys that I'm cutting with, mm-hmm. one of the guys I went to school with in, in barber school for a little while. Okay. And, and, and he's, he's a beast. Okay. He's a beast. His name is Javian um, Robinson. Okay. We call him Jaybird, uh, Jay Master Phase. Like, man, he, he always one of those guys was telling me, like, man, you cold, man. You cold. And every time he saw me, he would tell me that. And I'm sitting here like, man, you cold. Like, how are you telling me I'm cold? And you you the one cold? Like, we always had this conversation. And the guy that he's part owner of the shop with, his name is um, Johnny Courtney. Okay. We call him Johnny Blade. Okay. And um, they did a barber class up there, a fading class. And I, I attended it. You know, okay. me and Jay, me and, me and um me and Jay, we were pretty pretty close. So, you know, when he came to my shop, the shop that I was working with, he told me that they were doing it. I was like, man, without a doubt, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? And when I got there, and this was a year or two before I made my move to to where I'm at now, to where they at. They okay. had just really just getting off the ground up there. Okay. And just up there, and I seen their energy. They, 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 they were like their energy. They, they was like brothers. It seemed like they, they were finishing each other's sentences. Like they were like just the atmosphere wild me. So I went home with that on my mind the whole time, not knowing two years, two years from now, that you're gonna be in this same area. You're gonna be working the same shop with these guys. You know, like I said, when it, when everything was falling down for me, I called him. I was like, look, bro, I'm, I'm ready to make that move, bro. And he, he put everything in perspective. You know, he was like, bro, I, I knew it was coming, you know. I'm glad you called me. And they talked it out. And I was kind of nervous about going there first because I was, I guess I was worried about failing. So I kind of, I kind of was backing off. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. I don't, and he kind of got discouraged. And he was like, you know, man, my guy let me down. I put in such, <clears throat> such a good word for him. And he's not coming, you know. Right. And I finally called him and was like, bro, I'm, 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 I'm coming, man. I'll be there tomorrow. That's what's up. And 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 you know, bro, they, they they say steel sharp and steel. So you put your you put yourself yeah. around guys that, that that go hard and 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 got that talent on on, on that same level or close. You know, all it does is and, inspire and you and make you go hard. That's their biggest motto: iron sharpens iron. Like yeah. that, that's something they out. Like that was the first thing Johnny told me. Like that, their vibe, everything about like they push each other every day. Like we always we pushing each other every day. That's we want the best for each other. Like. We always positive. Somebody's down, going through something. We 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 talk it out. We we like that 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 that, that support is next to none other. Like I can talk to those guys about anything. Like they they and everybody in that shop is a beast. Like all of those guys are putting it down. Like I mean, I've never been a part of nothing like this before. You know, that's what's up. Seeing like like these guys. Like don't get me wrong. If the last shop I was in, those mm-hmm. guys were good. That was good. Like, but I'm in a shop with several guys that are good. You know, that's what's and up. it's like, man, like you gotta, you don't want to be that person that's that guy. You know, you don't want right. to be that guy, the one that uh, we ain't gonna sit in his chair. So right. it, it pushes you, and I'm learning a lot from them. Right. So, so what? what um, how many barbers? And I'm just curious, um, how much you guys charge there for for cuts? 
it, the, the 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 range varies, okay. but at a at a average, you probably looking to spend forty five to fifty. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, see, see, y'all can y'all can vibe. I'm a client, so you know, uh, get it, but man, for for real, get it. And and you know, it's it's interesting. And you know, we we have a goal. We want to hit all over the globe, man. We we want to hit all locations. We, you know, Mississippi, we want Atlanta, California. You know, had had someone out of Arizona on with us last week. We we want to hit everywhere. And that's that's the beauty of it because I know you know I went to school down south and I was in Arkansas and you would get people who come from the Midwest and places like that, you know, man, you know, figuring that the the South is slow, so so that's what's up, man, because y'all y'all right on target with, you know, everything that everybody else is doing at, at this point, in in the town that we're in, you know, we're we're evolving and we're growing, but we haven't hit that that fifty fifty dollar mark yet, so man, c- congratulations. That, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Man, I appreciate it. Like, and what's what's so crazy about it? Like, I wasn't used to that myself. You know what I'm saying? And like when they took, like when I was, I seen that prices. I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna have nobody. Like, ain't nobody <laughs> gonna, you know what I'm saying? And it gets to a point now where it's like, man, I can't believe it. It's, it's literally like a, it's disbelief every time. Say so getting it. That, that's that's what's up. Um, you got something? Go go. For you it. know, Austin. Um, we found you on on the gram, and you just finished bigging up all your uh, coworkers. Um, do they have a? Do they have IG like yourself? Oh yes, sir. They do. Absolutely. Because. I guess my question, and you you kind of answered it, but can you just kind of um, just describe how y'all move uh, on the gram and and social media wise, but still kind of keep that local celebrity? Like every everyone in there has a story, and it has some similarities to it. We all come from a we all come from small towns. You know, we all have the same dream, the same drive. You know, whether it's for our families, whether it's for, you know, just the love of the of the game. Like, is we all are on one accord to the point where, like, we we every time somebody posts, we 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 come in. Every time somebody posts something, we tag each other in our work. Like, everything is like teamwork is something that we 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 heavily we are heavily on. You know, but everybody has their own. Everybody has their own persona, but when we're when we're all we, when we're locked in, we're all at one. That's like real. our teamwork is none to other. Like if you need, like it's some things that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sharp at. Like 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 we couldn't texture there. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was. I was okay, but I wasn't as sharp as I am today. That's what's because up. Because somebody in there, somebody in there. Johnny, Johnny's a, man. He's a great guy, great dude, man. I'm talking about man. He's he, he's so willing to help you better yourself that it's it's amazing. Like he can probably teach somebody that hasn't been cutting hair for two weeks and make them a master barber within a month. Like that's how that's how hard he he grinds to getting you to another level. That's what's up. And you and you 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 need that, 
And as and like he said, we, we you know we checked you out on on IG. Been following you, man, because I I, I follow a lot of barbers and, and he does too. And one thing you know when when we brought you on, introduced you, you know grinder, you know um, hustler. Because one thing I, I see you doing, I see your your, your followings is steady going up, right? You're in, you're in the the upper nines, ten ten thousand you know, followers, man. And one thing I see you do is that you, you know, you post numerous times every single day and you, you, you're going hard, you're going hard. And that's continuing to bring that, that notoriety out, man. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what social media and, and what Instagram in particular has done for you um, in terms of a barber at this point? Instagram, Instagram, social media period gave me a voice. It gave me a, it gave me an opportunity to be seen. It gave, it gave me an opportunity to let the world know what I love to do right. and how I love to do it. And it's something that I had got so self-conscious, not of my work, but mm-hmm. of just me. And I, I was, I was hiding my gear from the world. Mm. And I feel like what I do, it, it needs to be seen. Because it, it, it's something that the goal is to re- reach the next person. And ever since I've, I've started showing my work and es- expressing myself more, I've been inspiring so many people. Like, I've been inspiring so many people, man. I, I, I be talking to guys on a daily that's in Africa. That's what's up. Uh, Ghana. Places in, in in Nigeria, like places that I've never even set foot on, and and they they tell me every day how I motivate them to be better, how I inspire them to be better, and and I was thinking the situation that I was in was hard, mm-hmm. and thinking like, man, I'm I, it's, it's hard on me, and these guys are are cutting, going door to door, and they charging two to five dollars, mm. and it, it humbled me, mm. it humbled me to the point where it's like. I have a gift. I have a gift of to inspire people right. as well as a gift of cutting hair. And it literally gave me an opportunity to be seen. Instagram put me in a position where I can showcase my talent. That's what's up. So so what would you tell? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what what would you what advice would you give barbers in particular and young barbers who are trying to um grow themselves on social media is there there any organic advice that you can give them um if they're trying to be seen and they're trying to grow this is the best thing i can say and this is this something i speak all the time like there is no limitation you can't look at things with a limitation like you can't everything has a starting point everything has a starting point you can't look at today and get discouraged. Right. You got to always push forward. Whenever you get an op- a chance or opportunity to take a leap, don't be afraid. Because at the end of the day, you can't you can't win in something you never tried. Absolutely. You can't you can't succeed in something you never put forth an effort to. So you never know the outcome. You never know. It's a lot of things that's that, that that's around it that that would discourage you, like like failure. So a lot of people that succeed in any area or any aspect in life, 
They fail. They fail at times. Absolutely. But it's all about how you bounce back from that failure. Okay. Like failure is a part of success. It's a major part of success. Right. And I was I was scared to fail. I was running away from the failure. I was scared of the failure because I didn't want to. I didn't want that feeling. I didn't want. I didn't want to have that feeling in my stomach that I failed. But I needed that. I right. needed that to push me. Right. Push me to be to be better because at the end of the day. You gotta take that leap. Right. Like, I have two young boys, two mm-hmm. two young two young sons. I have a three year old son, and I have a son that just turned two last week. Week before last, well, last week. That's what's up. And they they are everything to me. Yeah. Their mother is everything to me. You know, and I can't put myself in a situation where I can't. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta push. I gotta push. I gotta push. And a lot of people, like, a lot of people have things that push them to, to, to the maximum. Those are things that push me. Like, like, I wanted to be a better all around person. Like, it it wasn't just me changing in barber. Like, I've literally changed, like, my whole life. Like, my whole life has changed since I made this move, since I, since I, made the choice to better myself much respect on that move man that's what's up so so i i have two just quick questions that that tag along with the whole ig thing right and and then my, my buddy has some some questions he's going to run off too so they they kind of go hand in hand one how important is it for barbers who are trying to grow to one post on social media and two who are the barbers on social media that inspire AO the Ace of Fades? I'm um, gonna answer your first question first. Uh, when you post, you're not posting for you're not posting because I don't I don't post for the followers. I don't post for I, I post for me. Okay. You know if you like it, you like it. You know if you don't. That's fine. I'm posting for me. Okay. Because out of all those people that don't like it, it's going to be somebody in those ones that that you inspire. And that's the goal. That's the right. goal is to inspire the next person. It's, it, it could be a barber that's sitting down, going through the same thing you went through and seeing your story and seeing you flourish that inspired them to get off and do what they need to do. Okay. Like, I don't I don't post for for, you know, clarity from other people or you know to to impress other people i post to impress myself i I post my goal is to wow me every time i post wow myself because i know that the goal is to reach the next person you want you always want the next person to to see your story and benefit off into how i can help them in areas in their lives so i try to be as transparent as as possible when it comes to it like I'm, i always answer questions i always give feedback like it's even even now we're now having a bigger following like i have so many comments now and i sit down in my low time my downtime and, and respond to every last one of them because Man, and that's that's beautiful I don't want that same thing that, that's that beautiful thing. it means a lot to a lot of people when you do do that because you have barbers that you can come in on that stuff all day and they won't say a thing man Man, you you took that, you, that, that can hurt you. Man, you, know, you that, took the words out of my you. mouth. That can cripple you as somebody that's trying to grow. You know, it's like, man, 
I'm, I'm, I'm looking up to the barber that I look up to on, on social media, and he won't even respond to me. That can set you back a lot. Yeah. Something that small can set you back a lot. So it's, it's that's why I never want to be that person. I never want to, no matter how big I get, I'm going to always touch the people because that's my goal. That's what I want to do. That's what I that's what I feel like. That's my, I'm always speaking to people. I always want to make them feel like the best version of themselves, regardless of what they're going through. Because you never know. Because I was that guy. I was that guy that I'm always laughing. I'm always talking. You know, you would never knew that I was going through something based off of how I carry myself. Right. And you never know what's on the next person's mind. You never know what they're going through. It's hard to look somebody in their eyes and tell what they're going through. Right. You know, you can judge them, but you don't know their situation. You don't know what they're going through. So it's easy to be like, oh, man, this dude, he, he's in the streets. He's doing this and that. But you're not knowing why he's in these streets. Right. You're not knowing he out here providing for his family. He's trying to do this and that. You don't know his story. So my goal is that whether if, I, if you run across me on the ground, or in the streets, in the mall, wherever you may see me at, I'm going to always try to uplift the next person because you never know what somebody's going through. That's what's up. Grat- grat- gratitude for leave. that one. Yeah, you want to leave people with a positive note because your positivity might be the thing that changed their life. Man, you, you said a mouthful. Yeah. So, so on that back end, who are the barbers that you follow that inspire you? I, I, I follow a lot of barbers. I follow a lot of great barbers, but this is one particular barber. I know y'all know him. The whole world knows him. His name is Richard Payne, also known as Smash the Legend, <laughs> also known as uh, Smash. Captain Smash. Like, I, I follow Captain Smash when he had 2,500 followers. Really? He was, I've been following Captain Smash ever since I was in college. Really? You know what I'm saying? I watched his whole story, like, like if I had a chance to speak with him, I probably he probably would be mind blown by some of the things I tell him because I watched his life so closely. Really, so I watched how he moved, watched everything about him. You've been rocking out with him that long? Wow! I've been rocking out with him for a long time. Hey, he he he's um, I I rate my barbers. He he right now he he's my he's my he's my number one. He he's that guy. Oh, he's been my number one for a long time. Like I watched him transition from everything. Like. I watched his whole. I watched every video he's he's put out. I watched every tutorial he's done. I watched everything that he any type of content he's released. I've seen it. I'm really? probably one of the first to see. Wow, he he he's he's one of those barbers for me that I got to make it to either Baton Rouge or I got to make it to Houston to to get a cut. You know what I mean? He 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 he's that guy. He's definitely he's, one of my goals. Yeah. He he he's he's one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. He's humble. Every time I write him, he writes back. Yeah. Every time I every time I like he was the first. Like when I first made my leap to where I'm at to go to go. Like he 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 posted something. Like he'll post things mm-hmm. and it seems like he's talking directly to me. Right. He like one of them preachers. And, <laughs> yeah, like he's very he's very motivated. All right. And, he posted something one day, and I was I I posted it I, I I posted him in my story, and I and I I I tagged him, you know, because I was like, man, you're like this dude has been 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 motivating me for man. for a long time, and he responded, right, and it it it, it brought tears to my eyes because you know he he's he's been following me for years. That's big. 
That's he didn't. I don't even think he even knew I could. I, he did because probably about eight years ago, I posted some of my. No, I would say about five or six years ago, mm-hmm. I posted some of my work, and he liked it. He Man. liked it like eight pictures, and I I screenshotted it, and 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 I still have it on my phone. I screenshotted it, and I gave him a shout out. Wow. You know, that was back when shout outs were popping. Yeah, right. and. I just I just dropped off the face of the earth. Like I don't even think he even knew I was cutting hair wow. anymore. You know what I'm saying? You and, you gonna have to tag him on 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 this man, just for him to know that you know we got a platform and you got two barbers on here talking about how inspirational and like like you said, I draw inspiration from yeah, a, a lot of cats, yeah. right? And like I said, I'm I'm man, I'm 44 years old and I'm I'm draw I'm drawing inspiration off, off younger cats, man. And I I love to see y'all grind and it just it, it makes me want to do more. You know, I, I learned something. I, I worked for 20 years, man, in, in the school system working with kids. And about a year ago, I said, you know what? I hear a lot of people, including myself, man, man, I can't wait time I, I'm ready to retire. People retire because you don't like what it is you do. Now I'm 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 yeah. I'm smart enough to know that my body is not going to hold up um, forever to, to cut hair, but I want to cut hair as long as I physically am, am capable of doing it. And I want to make money until I leave this earth as long as I'm doing it the way I want to do it. And that's the difference with this craft, man. So basically, man, you, you definitely got to tag him, man, because like you said, man, it's a lot of these, these barbers, man, and, and shout out to all the barbers. I got love for all of them, but some of them, man, they don't understand what they mean to the next person, how that little shout out of, the, of that recognition can can move mountains for another person, man. And, and without clients, you know, and, and and without followers, man, you know, it, it's hard for guys to move in that forward direction. So that that man, that's 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 powerful, man. So those those are. He, he's, go ahead. He's definitely one of those guys, though. Like he's one of those guys. Like I've, I've I had the opportunity to meet him. Mm, okay. But I didn't I didn't I didn't get a chance to make I I, I had. Signed up for one of his classes before he left um, Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't get a chance to go. Okay, and it was man, like I, I was stoked about it. I was stoked about it, like like because he's literally like like inspiration all the way around. Like I watched his like I watched his whole empire grow. Like I watched him. Like I said, he was following me when he 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 was following there. You know, when you first start out, you follow everybody back. You know, right. I'm not saying that I don't follow everybody, but right. you follow. Everybody who follow you, cause you have time to look at it. Absolutely, and he's been following me all these years, and, 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 and like out the blue, like I just, I just was like, man, this dude been following me all this time, and I didn't even. I just it, it humbled me, and it, it made me so proud. He was like, man, I, I literally watched him grow to this man. Like he's bigger than big now. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he is huge. He is huge, yeah. He, he 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 he's he's my my top five. He's he's my number one. Yeah, he he definitely he definitely will always like. He's definitely one of those guys that that's going. He's going. He's going to respond to you. He's going to yeah. give you feedback. He's going to tell you if like he's not. You would think like guys just like that's in the position he's in. Like he don't have time to talk to the people. Right. But that's what he do. Right. That's what he do. Like he literally. He's all for helping the next person see the next person succeed. Like he, right. he's a very humble guy. And this is, this is a guy that, that I don't even know, but I feel like I grew up with. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. So that's, this. That's the, no, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the, that's the feel I want to get the next person. Like you know, I want to be so in touch with the people that 
they feel like they know me. They feel like, you know, they gravitate towards, you know, just positivity. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So, Austin, we're about an hour and 15 in. We're not going to keep you too much longer. I just want to pay a bill right quick. This is the I Cut My Way Out podcast. Uh, We are everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Uh, Currently, we are joined by an esteemed barber out of Mississippi, Austin, A.O., Ace of Fades. Um, Just continuing the conversation for a little bit. Um, What is your top five? I mean, what are your five favorite clippers that you're using right now? My five favorites. I'm gonna start off with the goats, uh, the Andes Masters. They, they're legendary. They something that that was my first pair of cutting clippers, and I, I, I can't. I don't think I'm anything without them. <laughs> Andes Masters for sure. Um. I I like the Andy Slimline Pro Li the the, the Porter Slim Pro Li and I um Babyless is Babyless has been doing that thing yeah. so I I I can't I can't even knock them at all I I, I use their uh their four fix uh clippers and I mm-hmm. also use their their trimmers right. and. But the major, the, the clipper that changed my, that changed everything about me, I'm gonna say the Wall Heroes. Mm. Mm. Okay. So we had the a couple- Wall Heroes are, are a clipper that, that's what if you can get those trimmers adjusted the way they need to, mm-hmm. man, really? they're gonna hit every single time. Really, I've, they don't have to be modified. Those, those are the only ones I haven't used. That's that's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into that. Okay. Yeah, we, not, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna be honest with you. They're not a clipper that's gonna last years. They, right. they, they, they'll give you a good two or three good years, but they, they're not expensive. You know, they, right. they you might find some for thirty five, forty five. You know, in that range, but they are definitely worth the investment. Okay. 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 Yeah, we we did a um, we we had a episode a couple years ago, and my my co-host was going on and on about how he a clipper junkie and he 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 know what clippers coming out like like sneakerheads know what Jordan's coming out. So do you do you follow clippers or do you just kinda cut with the ones that that you find and, and that they work for you? I'll be honest, I, I'm a clipper freak. I mm-hmm. sit up and I watch all the clippers that's dropping. I know about majority of the clippers that drop, but I always find the ones that best are suitable for me. Like I've yeah. I've, I've had my trial and run areas with certain clippers, but I because certain clippers work different for certain people. You know, you just have to find something that is more than just how they cut. It's how they how they fit in your hands, how you can maneuver with them. You know, because some people maneuver, some people hold clippers different ways. Right. You know, and I kind of. I don't know. I, I I'm not saying this in no bragging way, but I can I can I can pretty much take clippers apart and break them down and put them back together mm-hmm. to the point where I know I can get this clipper to work for me mm-hmm. at some point. I can get this clipper to do what I need it to do. Okay, that, that's, that's I can go to Walmart and grab some clippers out of Walmart and and have you thinking I got them out of sales. <laughs> so make it do what it do. 
<laughs> so so Austin, um just just another question that I had. Um you talked about your reach social media wise and then you've talked about the clients you've had locally. How do you balance um the social media reach versus the clients that's actually, you know, coming and sitting in your chair and not letting the social media stuff kind of guide or direct. I mean, how do you keep that balance? I know you probably, I know you've said, you know, the guys that's in the shop and things like that, but you know, one of the questions I had before um, you really told your story is just, uh, was it, is it better for you personally to be popping on social media or to, you know, have the, the, the local, the local buzz. If you... I mean, don't get me wrong. Social media is, is cool. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's very, a, a useful, it's a very useful weapon. But at the same time, I'd rather have somebody sitting in my chair. You know, I'd rather have somebody, you know, sitting in my chair, like the experience from seeing it from social media, you know, it has this aspect, it has it has its advantages. But when you actually come and you get the the atmosphere and you see how it really goes, cause I've seen guys that social media work, you see that you see it in person and you be you be like, Man, that's not the same cut I seen on, <laughs> on Instagram. Like like I, I like to somebody to go out and be like and they call me and be like, Man, I was just in the mall, man, and man, like everybody kept asking me who cut my hair. What did I get my hair cut in? Like I, I, I gravitate towards that more versus somebody saying, "That's a nice cut you had on Instagram," right? You know, because this is, like I said, I hate to put a difference between the two, but you have real life, and then you have you have Instagram, you right. have social media, right? You know, Instagram is a lot of things are portrayed differently through the eyes of social media. You know, then what's True. actually going on? You have guys that that got a big following and got have a lot of Instagram things going mm-hmm. on, and they probably cut three heads a day. Mm. Right, and then you can edit and all the other things you can do, filter. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can do whatever you yeah. need to do to your people. And the, and the, and the clients a at home. Is, go ahead, go ahead. A lot of my stuff is I, I give it to you just really how it is. Like I, I. Like a lot of time, like times, it's times where I can't post because I be so tied up that right. I don't have the time to 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 take a picture or 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 do a video. I have to find time to to put that in because I'm I'm steady growing. I'm steady growing. I'm steady growing. Right. And and then those clients who are at home, those are the ones that you depend on as well as they depend on you. Those are the ones that help you take care of them, them little fellas take care of the, the oh, household and, and, and whatnot. You know, you get that following. You know, it's not very often that people are going to fly, you know, across country on a regular basis to, to keep that cash flow coming in. So, yeah. And that's why when I, when I, when I, when they, I do get an opportunity to get, get them in my chair, anybody, whether it's a new client, somebody, mm-hmm. like I said, somebody's coming for the first time, I, I got to blow your mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to. It's only right. Absolutely. So just one quick question. What are your kind of your signature cuts? Uh, I, I When I was going down, I, I know you did a lot of like 
mohawk type looks, a lot of tapers. Like if somebody say, what, what's your favorite cut to do? Um, what would Honestly, you say? Anything that's dealing with a blend at all, whether it's a ball fade, whether it's a high taper, um, anything that, that, cause that's I, like fading is something that I really, I like, I, I, I ain't gonna say I like, I love right. like fading is something that I really, I really love to do. Like, I mean, the hell, don't get me wrong. I love, I love edges. I love the, the, the line, the detail in line, but a great blend on any haircut will take it off the map. Cause you can, you can have haircuts that the blend is not so good, but they have a, the hairline is flawless, so you won't pay too much attention to the blend. But once you see the blend, the transition of a fade, and they got the hairline laid, oh, it's going to catch the eye every time. Absolutely. It don't matter where it's on IG or whether they're getting out of their car to go into the grocery store. It's going to catch the, any eye, yes, whether they know about haircuts or anything. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, but so my signature cut, though, mm-hmm. it's got to definitely be a bald fade. That's what's I had that. an uncle who was in the military, mm-hmm. and he taught me how to do a bald fade, and my grandmother's hair for him. Yeah. Like, his haircut used to be flawless when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he used to get... And when I found out he was cutting his own head, mm-hmm. it blew me out the water. Like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought that was physically impossible for somebody to cut their own hair. Until I started cutting my own hair, you know, and I was a young kid. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do a ball fade. Like when I first started out, I was just mm-hmm. getting even haircuts, even haircuts, just line up, even haircuts, and I couldn't get a fade down pay. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it until he broke it down to me and showed me how it's done. And I watched him fade my younger cousin fade himself. And once he taught me that the mm-hmm. concept and showed me how, how it's how it's done, right. it was. I took it and went. Took it to another level. Say ran with it, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, and he he played a big part of my life. So it was, he was someone I was looking up to at the time, and it was like watching. I'm talking about his haircut used to be laid. I'm talking about every time I never seen him with a hair out of line on his head, <laughs> right? Especially when you can cut your own. So, yeah, so, that, that 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 blew me away. Absolutely. So so I got a couple of more questions. Um, you know, as we get ready to close out, I can cannot go without talking about um, just your hustling grind in, in terms of the entrepreneurial thing, right? Um, you know, you, you're cutting hair, you're behind the chair, but what I'm what I'm also seeing that's in, extremely impressive is that you're starting to make money when you're not behind the chair, and I think that's the legacy of 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 a barber, you know, in 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 our era, right? So, can can you tell yeah, us? You know about I see you have the finishing foam product, and and you have the merch. You know with 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 the cards. Can you tell us a little bit about that and, and where our listeners um, can can access the these products and the, and this merch? I have a um, I have a website aotheaceofphase.com. Okay, and I'm in the process now of getting like a lot of the stuff I was doing. Like I was shipping it out personally, shipping it out personally. People send me that information. I was shipping it out. Personally, but now I'm finished. I'm in the process of now trying to set up a Shopify or uh, mm. some type of store where I can I can you know be able to manage it because now it's getting to a point where it's it's, it's growing. Okay. You know, it's growing. It was going from word of mouth and mm. from me promoting it and me people me 
people seeing how it's done right. to now it's growing to a point where it's being requested, you know. Right. And I'm 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 gonna revamp my whole product line and come okay. out with something bigger, like a whole new whole new thing. Okay. And, and and I wanted to it's just something I, I wanna I wanna be known for more than just cutting hair. I wanna be known for everything when it comes to by comes to hair, like whether it's cutting it, whether it's treating it, whatever the case may be. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. And and so you, you have so your merch, you have the T shirts. Do you have hoodies or right now is it just T shirts that that I just have T shirts okay. and uh, I have the wristbands. Okay. Um that's something else that I'm uh I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring to the table with hoodies because okay. I'm a I'm a hoodie guy. Like I, I love hoodies. Like, okay. I have I have a lot of different hoodies. Like, I, I always love hoodies coming up and I know, you know, people gravitate towards that and it's something I definitely want to get out there. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So yeah, that um man, you you you're doing your thing, man. And this has been um an awesome, awesome interview, man. We we've had a good time. This has been phenomenal. Um and again, we just want to provide these platforms, man, and going to keep keep doing our thing, man. So we we greatly appreciate you. Um Jinx, is there any other questions you have? Or- no, Austin, I just want to uh thank you uh echo the sentiments of, of uh, my co-host and just thank you. Go. Yeah. So yeah, just get, just give us, give us a couple minutes. We're going to close out and then we're going to chop it up with you um off the air for a minute. Okay. All right. All right we, we, we greatly appreciate it, bro. No, uh, I appreciate you guys. Before, before, before we, uh, before we wrap up the show, please give us all of your, your social medias. If you want to give, I mean, it's up to you. If you want to give your phone number, your address or where you cutting at big up, you know, the shop where you're at, but this is, this is where you give all your information to where you can be reached. Um, yeah, just 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 give it up right quick for for the for the for the listeners. Um, yes, I'm. Uh, my Instagram is ao underscore v underscore ace underscore of fade. Well, of underscore fade. My personal Instagram is ao the number one w a y ao one way. My Facebook, I'm um, Austin O'Neill Holloway, but I have a business Facebook page, which is AO the Ace of Fades. Um, I'm, I'm I'm pretty active on all platforms, you know. Twitter, I'm on Twitter. AO one way to go. AO and number one W A Y the number two G O. Um, I'm pretty much reachable on all those platforms. I'm, I respond pretty quickly. If I don't, it's Nine times out of ten, I'm 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 busy, but I'm gonna get back to you. Other than that, I really don't. I my, I'm gonna take that back. My shop, our shop, Blaze, Blaze is located in Ridgeland, Mississippi. The address for Blaze is six nine five four Old Ken Road, Suite B one in Ridgeland, Mississippi. We never got Nine into. Out of 10. If you stop by there, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> so that where is Ridgeland at? Uh, is it close it's to Jackson? In, it's in North Jackson. Oh, so it's in North Jackson. Okay, I think we was talking off wax. So a lot of my family is from uh, 
Greenville. So it's a, about a, what, couple hours, hour and a half or so? Uh, yeah, probably about an hour or two. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so I uh, I might have to reach out to a couple of my, my cousins that's that's in the area and, and ask are they familiar with the shop and, and yourself, but uh <clears throat> But no, this is uh, AO Ace of Fades. Um, this is the I Cut My Way Out podcast. Uh, again, appreciate you joining us. Uh, I, I know I can speak speak for you when we say this was an awesome, absolutely excellent uh, talk. Absolutely, uh, Austin, we gonna blow we gonna blow your mentions up because we gonna we definitely gonna uh, we definitely gonna try to uh, you know get this out to as many people because. You got a great, you got a great story, a great journey, and it's just getting started. Yeah. And we just want to keep um, providing a platform, big up and celebrating the, the industry and the culture. Um, man, an, an, another interview, another episode in the books, man, and, and man, we're having having a great time with this. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's all we have, and uh, appreciate I, your listens. I would also. Um, as as we get out of here, I would just like to give a shout out to all the Clipper companies: Andes, Wall, Babless, um, you know, just just everybody. Because w- without them, this is I cut my way out. Without them, we couldn't cut our way out of our situations, cut our way into situations, nor could clients um, be as fresh as they are. So we just want to give a shout out to all the Clipper companies that supply the barbers out here who are doing wonderful work. Um, in the industry. Thank you and salute to everybody. And until next time, peace. Put some respect on my name.